0: Alright, guys, uh welcome back to another episode of uh, Hundred Books a Year with Kevin. Today let's start a new series. Um I'm actually really excited about this. Um it's called Lives 3.0. Um so it's 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 kind of like a artificial intelligence book that kind of um carve out what we should think about within the age of artificial intelligence. And pretty much the whole book outlines the development of, um, from, you know, um, Life 1.0, Life 2.0, Life 3.0, and kind of um, the difference between them and also um, the quote-unquote ideas of um, artificial intelligence, right? What shall we set up our society? Will there be a machine uh, only realm, will there be a hybrid one? W will, will, will there be a human ruling realm? Right it's just very very interesting to have an in-depth look on artificial intelligence. So um this is this will be a series, right? It's not going to have to be any any questions about that. Um today I just want to kind of answer the question right what is life point life three point zero? So um Life 3.0, by definition, on a larger scale, is something that we have integrated into ourselves or our society. It's called an ultra intelligent machine. <clears throat> so what that means is, it's a, a machine can um, far suppress all of our intellectual ability of human and behavior and you know um, cleverness. So in a sense that. Um, The first invention, we don't really have it yet, but the first invention of ultra-intelligence machine will be human's last invention needed because after that, the machine will just keep inventing themselves, right? So that is the goal. That is the future. So let's let's go back, right? Let's go back to, you know, like life 1.0 and then we kind of like define every single stage. So what is life 1.0? So life 1.0 happened about four billion years ago with a intelligent agents, so what that means is they're um, they are they, are, they are a body or they uh you know like flesh or bones they're there to process sensory information and then act upon it right kind of like you know your eyes and your ears um getting information and then you act upon it but the thing is is. Life 1.0 is solely based on hardware, right? It's our body, it's our, uh, you know, our immune system, it's our movability, right? That is life 1.0, our physical involvement from chimp to human or from a single cell organism to human, right? Now, life 2.0, it means that we have our hardware involved, but we have our software designed, so what can we think about human software? What are they, right? Maybe we can define software as the ability to recognize friend, uh, you know, walk, read, tell jokes, laugh, have a sense of humor, all that fun stuff. But the thing is, is um, we also have the ability to acquire new software, right? That is really important, right? We call learning. Right, learning meaning getting a new software. For example, uh, we can uh, grow up knowledge base. We can learn a different language. That is a software update, right? Uh, for me, this podcast, right? Like I'm 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 doing this podcast for the American listener in English, and then I'm also posting this one and the Chinese version on another Chinese platform. So what that means is. I am essentially using or utilizing two of my software to do this podcast, right? And we can talk about maybe learn the game of chess, learn bridge, learn poker, there are softwares, right? So how do we compare Life 2.0 to Life 1.0? 2.0 is obviously smarter than 1.0, right? More intelligence, um, but our body has evolved as well and um, 2.0 has a lot more software um, than the 1.0. So what we are is when we are born, we added a lot of hardware, that's life 1.0, right? You know, uh, growing from a fetus to a toddler to a teenager to a grown adult, right? So that is life 1.0, that is the hardware upgrades. And then in the meantime, we have software as well. So humans are one of the only, one of the only, uh, you know, uh, animal, a species that can do both, right? Chim come closer, but Chim doesn't really have that much of a um, software upgrade, at least not yet, right? So in a sense that um, most of our animal kingdom, most organisms on this earth, they only do life 1.0, right? So... Another cool fact that I want to share is um, our software like the our ability to upgrade our knowledge is actually something that stores within the synapses of our neurons right so we are born with a very very rudimentary uh, software system right like uh, maybe think about like a windows xP or something right or windows ninety five uh, or uh, Apple Mac 2, right? Um, so we are born with our DNA, which doesn't really do much if you think about it, right? Um, there usually are, you know, you can sequence your DNA, and then if you put it in a computer file, that will be about one gigabyte. So that's what we are born with. And after that, the software just went on a boom, right? Like, you know, you're you're learning new new languages, and you're that firing. You can actually have a 100,000 times so 100,000 gigs of information when you're an adult just storing within our synapses. I I, I thought that's really cool. So in a sense, that a, like a infant cannot be born to speak English because they only have the software is only a 2.0. It's only the genetic information by the DNA. So DNA really lacks the storage capacity in a sense, right? So... And then compared to 2.0 to 1.0, we're actually more flexible, right? So we no longer really count our genetic information to involve, we actually update our software constantly and um, really, really, and also have like another a reverse property as well, meaning that, okay, let's say uh, I, I eat a bunch of peanuts and I got allergic, then I know I have a peanut allergy, then I teach, I teach myself not to eat peanuts anymore. Right, okay, life 3.0. This is the last part I want to cover today. So the definition of a life 3.0 is that we can evolve hardware, we can develop software, but in a sense that we can de- design and develop hardware as well, right? So we are essentially free from the evolutionary shackles. We can um, do, wo- do whatever we want with the hardware. Right. So, if we th- uh, think about a biological evolution, that is life 1.0, right? We're thinking about maybe like a bacteria, right? And then human, or what we call the cultural revolution, right? The design of software, that's like life 2.0, um, and life 3.0 will be a technological uh, evolution. Right. If we want to like kind of like divine it like a little bit more deeper, maybe we can say life 1.0 is like a bacteria. Then a mice would be like 1.1, right? And if human, you know, uh, back in the uh, 1900s would be life 2.0, right? We're learning, we're uh, you know getting ahead of ourselves in research and development, right? the mathematics, science. Then modern human being in the internet age would be life 2.1 because we have cell phone we have internet all that fun stuff right so in a sense um this entirety of this whole human progression we are leading ourselves to life 3.0 but the thing is is uh, life 3.0 doesn't exist on the earth just yet right so 1.0 the uh uh, design or the um, evolutionary uh, physically would be about 4 billion years ago and the 2.0 is about 100 millennia ago like you know uh, maybe uh, I want to say since the middle century right and then like 3.0 this author Max Tegmark argues that might arrive by the end of 20, uh 20th century no 21st century right so uh when we head into 21 something we might be able to get there so how we're gonna get there is through the development of artificial intelligence right through uh the idea of um hardware and software integration right we we'll talk about elon musk right the uh, Neuralink, link uh all that fun stuff so today i just want to use one episode of our time and then um just kind of like give you guys a foundation. What do we mean by Life 3.0? And in the future episodes, we're, we're probably going to do this for a couple more days. Uh, let's dive in a little bit more deeper in terms of, okay, what exactly is the guideline that we can have in terms of developing artificial in- intelligence? How will they coexist with our human society? And then we kind of go from there. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. Subscribe, share with your friends, and uh, we'll continue our discussion tomorrow.